Welcome to the Learning Outside the Lines podcast. I'm Ann Ryan, your host, homeschool mom of four, and passionate about education and helping our children learn best. I want to thank everyone for listening today, and I want to especially thank those that have given me some feedback and comments. I really appreciate it. Today, I want to talk a little bit about homeschooling during the holidays and at the end of the year. I know for some people, you're kind of hitting the end of the year and things are getting maybe a little challenging. Things are getting a little busy with the holidays and kids are excited about doing things with their family and friends and schooling can get a little bit difficult. It's super busy this time of year and trying to fit everything in is sometimes a challenge. Sometimes things get get missed. Sometimes kids just don't want to work on schoolwork because they're distracted with a lot of other things that are going on. This is all totally normal. And I have some ideas that I just wanted to throw out that might make homeschooling during this time of year a little bit easier, a little bit more fun, and just a few ideas to maybe engage your kids in a time when they don't necessarily want to be doing schoolwork. Some of these things you've certainly done before, but this is just kind of a reminder and just kind of a, a way to re- re-motivate and to remind you that there are some fun things that you can do that are very easy to do. So first, I really want to talk about poetry tea time. This is something that Julie Bogart of Brave Writer does. I've talked about her before. And one of the things that she talks about is picking a few pieces of poetry, getting some tea or whatever, hot chocolate, whatever your kids want to drink, have a few treats, doesn't have to be fancy, set some time aside to engage with each other, talk about the poetry, read the poetry, maybe do an activity, but again, it's totally flexible. This can be something that is out of the ordinary that kids are curious about, they're interested in. It's fun. It's different. You can make this as elaborate or as simple as you want. One of the things that my kids really enjoy is lighting a candle. That is something really simple, but for whatever reason, it just makes it very special to them. We will decorate the table with a couple little decorations for whatever the season is. For now, it's obviously um, the solstice and Christmas. We will put some decorations out. We might put a fancy tablecloth on. We might do some table decorations like placemats. Light the candle. We choose a few books. Now, this is something that, again, there's no hard and fast rules. Sometimes we pick poetry, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just do a read aloud. Sometimes we just pick a special story that we want to read, like a picture book or maybe a chapter from a book or maybe something else totally. Maybe it's just something that we saw that we wanted to read, like an article. All of those things are perfectly fine. It doesn't have to be poetry. We just take maybe 20 minutes to an hour. It just depends on how interested the kids are. And we have some treats. You might have cookies. We might have some little fruit kebabs. Those kinds of things, totally simple, does not have to take a lot of time or a lot of thought. We just take the time together and we go over it. One thing that I think is key, 
Don't make it too, quote, schooly. Don't try to add in too much. Don't try to overanalyze it. Don't try to get too in-depth with uh, discussion if the kids just aren't feeling it. If, they're, if they are, then by all means, go for it. But if they're not, it's fine. Just kind of go with what their interest is and how much they're enjoying it. If you think you can ask more questions because they are really engaged, then do it. But if they're not, that's fine too. So poetry tea time is just an easy, fun thing to do. I have to admit, even though I would love to do it every week, and there are certain times of year that we are pretty good and at being consistent with doing it once a week, there's other times of the year that we just don't get it done every week and it might be once a month. And that's okay too. Again, don't beat yourself up if you don't abide by a certain schedule or whatever you thought you might do it on a certain time frame and you don't, it's fine. Just do it whenever you can. And it's just something fun, out of the ordinary that the kids can try and see how they like it. Another idea is pajama day. I know that sounds really simple and maybe obvious and maybe a lot of people do schooling in their pajamas almost every day, but some people don't. And for whatever reason, seems like once every couple weeks, my daughter, who's nine, says, can today be pajama day? And when I say yes, it's like the best thing ever. It's like Christmas morning or something. She gets so excited. And for whatever reason, being able to do her schoolwork and do her other things in pajamas all day makes it a great day. I don't know why, but whatever works is fine by me. So she gets her, keeps her pajamas on. She might get her blanket and a pillow. She kind of does this little nest thing on the floor or on the couch and that's where she does her schoolwork and that's perfectly fine. For whatever reason it makes it fun and and something a little bit different for her and if that's what works then cool. Great. You can even add to that if you want. You can make a little pillow fort or use the blankets over the chairs, make a little fort out of it. Things like that are super easy but are super fun. And adding that little fort atmosphere to it, using some flashlights or, or a little lantern or whatever, or even the little battery powered candles, that just makes it even more fun and maybe a little mysterious. And suddenly there's no complaints about doing reading. There's no complaints about doing the math. There's no complaints about doing those things because it's different. It's fun. They're getting to do it in a little hidey hole. They're getting to do it kind of in, in on their own terms because it's something different. And I don't know what it is about forts, but everybody loves them, adults and kids. So again, the pajama day, making a little pillow fort, making a little blanket fort, those kinds of things. If you are kind of hitting hitting a, a wall and kids are struggling to get things done and you're struggling to get things done, that's just some ideas if you think that might be something your kids would be motivated by. Another thing that can be a little bit sneaky, depending on how old your kids are and if they can figure it out or not, is one of those days where for whatever reason, it's not going to happen. They're not going to get their math done. They're not going to sit down and do whatever language arts that you want them to do. So make this big pronouncement. Make this big deal about, okay, we're not doing 
schoolwork today and we are going to do the mystery topic. You can call it whatever you want. Basically, they get to pick one thing that they're going to learn about that day, whatever it might be. It might be animals, it might be a video game, it might be a person, whatever it might be. And they get to learn about that topic that day. Now again, kind of depending on their age, it depends on how much you have to help them or how much they can do independently. But I obviously urge you to let them do it independently if at all possible. And they might want to go to the library, check out some books. They might want to Google it. They might want to look at your own bookshelves to see what you already have. Maybe just look in the encyclopedias or some of the, the fact books that you might have. Let them just learn about that topic. You have a couple choices. You can either say, this is what I want you to work on for a couple hours throughout the day. Find information out about your topic. And then at dinner time, you're going to present three things that you learned about your topic. And you're going to present them to the rest of the family. And then let them go. Let them work on it independently. And then let them present information at dinner time. Or you cannot even do that. You can just let them learn throughout the day. Just trust that they're working on whatever it is that they're going to do the research with. And then don't have them present anything. Just trust in the process that they've learned something and that inherently is good enough. Again, you can kind of decide what might work best based on your style, your child's style, what their needs are. But they're learning. They are definitely learning. They're doing research. They're processing information. They're problem solving. Um, if you even wanted them to maybe do something a little bit more fun, like draw a picture or even make a little uh, presentation on a board. I mean, depending on their ages and what their interests are, some kids love that kind of stuff. They totally get into it. And some kids would think it was the worst thing ever. So just kind of gauge what kind of style your child is and what they might like. This kind of seems obvious, but sometimes we just don't think about it. And that's just moving your schooling to a different location. Depending on the weather where you are, maybe you can go outside to do schoolwork. Maybe if it's nice enough, you can go to a park or you can just go in your backyard. And again, that whole tent thing in the backyard is a great motivator for whatever reason. I've definitely used that on more than one occasion. So you can move outside if the weather is nice enough. If it's not, if it's cold, if it's snowy where you are, maybe move to the library for the day. Maybe go to another location that has an indoor area that you can go to. Maybe even something like a museum. Go to the museum and tell your kids that, okay, we're going to do XYZ work, whatever that might be. Maybe reading or um, you don't want to haul a bunch of stuff with you probably, but if you can just do a few things in a different environment and then you're going to go enjoy whatever the aquarium or the museum or whatever it might be to learn just what inherently you learn at those places, then that's another option as well. So just changing your location is sometimes enough to give kids a different perspective to kind of get them remotivated and they want to get their work done so they can do other things in that new location. So that's just another idea as well. And perhaps the most important thing to remember during this time of year is to lighten up a little bit. 
I know everyone is sometimes worried about being behind or getting off track or not keeping up with the plan that you had in your mind that you wanted to be at a certain place at a certain time of year. And perhaps you think if you take some time off or you don't do everything that you were planning on doing that you'll be, quote, behind. And if it's one thing that I've learned over the many years that I've been homeschooling is that you really have to let go of that because it all evens out at the end. When they graduate, it all evens out. It doesn't matter if they were behind for two months in fourth grade. Somehow it all evens out in the long haul. And I really want to encourage people during this time of year, focus on things that make you happy. Focus on things that bring you joy. We obviously should be doing that all year round, but sometimes with the stress of the season, we have to be reminded, you know, get rid of the whole commercial idea of, of Christmas. Get rid of the whole idea of having to entertain so many people and go to all these functions and all these different things that we feel like we have to do. Let go of some of that and just enjoy what the season brings. One of the things that I really do a lot of is reading holiday stories, winter stories, Christmas stories, because that's something that we really enjoy in our house, even with three teenagers and a younger one. Even the older kids still enjoy listening to some of these stories. And one of the things I love to do is get tea, get hot chocolate, turn the Christmas lights on on the Christmas trees and snuggle up with warm blanket and read these Christmas stories. My youngest one loves this. And like I said, even the older ones will listen as well. But this is just something that is a tradition for us. It's fun. And we try to do that almost every day in December because that is something that's important to us. And it just kind of, it makes us smile. It, whatever else is going on, it kind of just lightens the air about the house. It's just a fun thing to do. We also do baking. We bake little Christmas trays for our neighbors and our friends. And we usually do that twice during the month of December. And this isn't elaborate baking because I'm not an elaborate baker, but it's just things like almond bark dipped pretzels with sprinkles and um, basic, you know, kind of easy fudge and sugar cookies that are decorated and different simple things like that that I've gotten recipes over the years from family or from friends and we just make these little plates or little uh, tins we take those to the neighbors and my kids love that all of them enjoy that we have fun baking we of course (laughs) eat lots of cookie dough and eat lots of the chocolate and things like that But it's just a thing that we do, usually twice during this season, and they're learning. I mean, it's all passive, but they're certainly, they're learning about measurement and timing and presentation and all those kinds of things that they learn all the time just with life skills. But if people worry about, oh, are they getting their schoolwork done today? Let it go, because yes, they are learning. They are learning by doing all those different activities that you do on a daily basis. And finally, one of the things to remember is to give, is just really to try to give back to others during this season. So if you can find some time 
to volunteer at whatever might be available to you. It might be with a homeless shelter, it might be with an animal shelter, it might be at a soup kitchen, it might be Meals on Wheels, whatever you have available to you, I really encourage you to try to take the time because I can guarantee you that your kids will learn through that experience. If you can take time to volunteer regularly throughout the year, that's even better, that's a wonderful thing. But I know even if you can only do it during this time of year, then please do it because it's still important. It's still valuable to the organizations that need your help, but it's also valuable for the kids to see how fortunate they are, how lucky they are, and what other people experience. I also think it's really important if you're able to, to do those adopt a family or adopt a, a kid kind of programs where your kids buy gifts for other people, I find those really valuable. I find that the kids really think hard about, about what they're giving and they find out how much things cost, which again is a, a valuable learning experience. They learn how much things cost. They learn how much the things that they might want. Wow, that cost a lot more than what I'm giving this child. You know, what are some of the difference, differences in that experience and why? Those are all just things for kids to think about and to learn from. So I want to wrap this up today with letting you know that I am planning on doing some Facebook Live presentations with some holiday books. I love holiday books and I'm hoping to do those a few times over the course of the next few weeks. So if you check out my Facebook page, those will be there for you to watch. And I'm also going to be posting holiday books, winter books, some great books for this time of year on my Instagram account at Latte Books to Read. So I hope that you'll check those options out maybe give you some ideas to use in your family. And I want to thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't subscribed, I hope you'll hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast source that you listen to so you'll know when the next episode is released. And I hope that you are enjoying the season and just having a relaxing day. So until next time, don't be afraid to go outside the lines.